fullness of joy. Fullness. That means overflowing. That means joy beyond measure. That means a kind of joy that can never be erased. You know, the only way your joy can be stolen is you let it be stolen. Do you hear me? Jesus says, I give you a kind of joy that no man can take from you. Amen? So how many know that he's come to give you joy tonight? He's come to give you peace tonight. And so uh, tonight is, is our custom. We fast and pray all through the week. Thank you, brothers. And, uh, and then um, on Friday is more of a time when we actually share testimonies about what God is doing. I think it's important that we hear from one another. You see, God has knitted us together. And what that simply means is that we are tied together whether we like it or we don't. In the kingdom of God, we are interchangeable. We, God has made us locked in together because he decided to do it that way. And so I, we learn from each other, amen? We grow from each other. We experience things together. And so what God is doing in your life is important to me, and what God is doing in my life is important to you. And every now and then, we need to come together to express that. So we're going to do a little bit of testifying. As you used to say in my uh, holiness Pentecostal church where my mom grew up, we're going to testify. Uh, some of y'all know what to testify. Uh, Jesus said in the book of Revelation, I know you from Lithuania, you might not be familiar with that. Y'all pray for sister over there. Uh, I don't think y'all testify like that, but, but you, know, you know what I mean. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, right before we do that, I want to take a few moments, and I know y'all can smell the chicken, amen? Uh, it's going to be there. Nobody's going to, uh, well, I don't know who's out there. Okay. As long as we keep Sean in here, we're okay. <laughs> uh, look at Hebrews chapter number 11, if you will. And this is kind of a closing word of this week. It's kind of a closing word of what God has been doing in and through us. So I was praying today and said, Lord, what do you want to, how do you want to end this? How do you, what do you want me to say? And here what God, here's what God gave me in Hebrews chapter number 11. We're going to start reading in verse number 17. Now, I want you to follow very closely because we're going to write our own chapter tonight. Do y'all know what Hebrews chapter 11 is? Hebrews chapter 11 is a story of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 is, a is about a bunch of people like you and me that overcame some stuff. <laughs> Y'all not praying with me tonight. That overcame some stuff and they testified about what God did. And so we call it, some of us call it the hall of fame, the hall of faith. Uh, you might have another name for it. But we're going to write our own story tonight, and you're going to see how they parallel together. Because it's all about our faith. Now let's start reading in verse 17. I'm going to read a few verses here. And uh, I want you to read along. I want you to pay close attention as I read. I want you to hear the spirit of what God is saying tonight. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him 
from even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning the things to come. Well, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. Verse 23, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin in esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward by faith. He took forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible, by faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab, the harlot Rahab, the prostitute Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became violent in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trials of mockings and scourgings and yes, and of chains and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sown in two, they were tempted, they were slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute and afflicted and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves on the earth. All of these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise, hallelujah. But God provided something better. Come on, somebody. That they should not be made perfect apart from us. Now, let's bring it home, shall we? Now, the Bible says in Hebrews 9, I'm sorry, Matthew 9, 29, Jesus healed a blind man and the man asked, Lord, would you, would you heal me? Jesus says, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. According to whose faith? Your faith. Your faith. 
let it be done unto you. Hebrews 11.6 says this. Without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. Those who believe God, trust in God, must believe that he is, watch this, and that he is a rewarder of those who what? Had there been anybody diligently seeking him this week? I know I have. I testify for myself. And so we understand that, and I want you to understand something about this because uh, understand that when they were doing what they were doing, as we were reading Hebrews, they did most of what they did, if, if not all of what they did, before anything ever happened. Did y'all catch that? By faith, Moses left. By faith, Abraham left. Because, and, and trust me, when they left, they didn't know where they were going. They just, by faith, took a step. They believed God. All of them, many of them, didn't even see when they, when they said it, when they prayed, and when they asked God for what they were asking God for, they didn't have it at the time. But when they prayed, they believed that they had it by faith. Somebody not praying with me. Okay, so, so, so get this now. You can come here all your week long. And you can hang out and you can pray and you can do all that. But you know, at the end of the day, you got to have some faith to believe that what you prayed is going to happen. Because without faith, it's impossible. I didn't say that. He said, without faith, it's impossible. So you say, well, pastor, how in the world does that relate to me in Foundation Church? Because when I read those passages in Hebrews chapter 11, they seem to talk about a people that was affected by that many hundreds and thousands of years ago. Pastor, how does that relate to me in 2013, November the 1st? What does that have to do with me? Well, you know I'm glad you asked. Because God has allowed me to write our own story here at Foundation Church. Now, as I write this story, and as I say it, you should be clapping your hands. You should be giving me some hearty amens. Watch, watch this, not for me, but for him who is doing a great work in your life. Do you hear me? How many believe that God is doing a great work in your life? Now watch this. Now watch this. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Say amen. Because amen. I need you to help me preach tonight. Amen? amen? All right, watch this. By faith, Foundation Church gathered together for a full week to give God glory because they knew that God would help them. By faith, Foundation Church refused food because they desired Jesus, who is the bread of life. By faith, Foundation Church fasted and prayed because they believed that God would answer their cry, and he heard them and delivered them from all of their fear. By faith, Foundation Church cried out to God for salvation of the sons and daughters of Stafford County because they knew that God would save them. By faith, Foundation Church prayed for healing and God granted them their request. By faith, God, by faith, Foundation Church forgave their offenders because God forgave them of all of their sins. By faith, Foundation Church loved together prayed together, cried together, because they knew that love would never fail. 
by faith. Foundation teens decided. Foundation teens decided to seek God instead of staying home to play video games because they believed that God had something better. By faith, Brother Sean prayed for the salvation of his brothers and God heard him and saved them with a mighty deliverance because he heard Sean's cry. By faith, Foundation Church prayed for church growth and God heard them and multiplied them because they considered God faithful. By faith, Larry, Crystal, and Bree prayed for healing and God healed them because he is Jehovah Rapha. By faith, Foundation Church worshiped God in song because they know that he inhabits the praises of his people. By faith, Foundation Church cried and wept to God because they know that God is near to the brokenhearted. By faith, Foundation Church by faith, Foundation Church persevered because they knew that a breakthrough was on the way. By faith, Foundation Church encouraged one another because they knew that every child of God is precious. By faith, Foundation Church set up the chairs and the sound system because they knew that God had prepared a better place in heaven for them. By faith, Foundation Church took days off to seek God because they know that God rewards those who what? Diligently seek him. By faith, Foundation Church sacrificed money that they didn't have because they know that God owns it all. By faith, they refused to quit because God didn't quit on them. By faith, Foundation Church got freed from addiction because their God had the power to break every yoke. By faith, Foundation Church refused to walk in sin because they know that God is an awesome judge. By faith, they told their friends about the love of Jesus because his love never failed. What more can we say? Foundation Church has defeated the odds, overcame conflict, stopped the mouths of lions, out of weakness became strong, overcame the doubters, the haters, and gave glory to God. Because of this, God has prepared a city, a reward for them that will never fade. Because of their faith, God blessed them, multiplied them, and made them a church of fame because they insisted on walking in faith and giving God all the glory. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. Shout amen to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo. If you ain't got no testimony tonight, I don't know what else to say to you. You see, church, it's all about faith. This story is still being written. Your name, listen, is still here. This story ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. What's our story? You see, God just told us what our story was. He just told us it's all about faith. Do you believe him? Do you really believe him? Come on, give God another praise clap, if you will. Amen, amen. Now at this time, everybody who got a testimony, come on, stand right over here. Stand over here. Everybody, every, every, like I said in the country, everybody. You know I had to go there. Everybody who got a testimony. Everybody, everybody. Come on, come on. If you got something God did for you this week, God spoke to you something this week, you want to share something God is doing in your heart, encourage your brother and a sister tonight. Is there another one? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you to minimize your testimony to about everybody to about, let's say, no more than five minutes, but keep it somewhere between two, three. 
See, Brother Sean says a long time, but we all right. We're we, we, we okay tonight. Amen, amen. Good evening, church, Foundation Church. Oh, first of all, I'm going to tell you, um, believe it or not, I don't like speaking in public. Not when it becomes about me. Um, I'm very shy. Um, I have basically discovered something called the truth this week. Um, not just put on a smile and saying how you doing, but um, I was encouraged and I was basically, uh, what's the word I want to use? What's my dare you? I was dared to be honest, challenged to be honest this week. Um, there's a couple of people in this room that we got real honest with this week. And there was a couple people who got real honest with me. And, um, but that bring positive movement. I have shut so many doors between my actions, my anger, and just the way I was living my life, I didn't realize that I affected key people in my life to the point that if, if it wasn't any change by God, it wasn't going to be any change because I wasn't putting forth the effort. And through this week, I have basically learned some new things about my family, my daughter, um, Sister Diva. I, I even told my brother Larry today, come on, probably wouldn't let me tell him that I love him. And I'm not ashamed, I love you. I'm not ashamed of it. I've always had a problem with basically telling what's in here. And I could tell what's going on out here, but I have never been able to do it. And I did it this week publicly. And I did it with no shame. On Monday, I praise and worship as loud as I can, but when I started praying, I was quiet. Tuesday, you heard me mumbling. By Wednesday, I was shouting. Amen. There was no more fear Amen. because um, I realized we all here together. It, it's no, it was. After I released and some things came back to me, I felt there was no more judgment. Um, a weight was lifted. I wasn't looking around to see who was paying attention, who was side-eyeing me, which I always do, a size-up problem that I have. It, it was just gone. Um, and it's the first time I ever spoke and, and didn't look back. You know, I didn't care who heard me. I didn't care who heard me cry to the Lord Jesus. Free me from this addiction. Free me from this mental anguish. I wasn't scared to sit there with Sister Bree and tell her, look, I have an addiction. I have a problem. Because, you know, she's like, baby, where you been? And normally, I say that to Pastor, or, or maybe Sister April, or maybe Peggy, you know, was outside of, that's it. But I have never confessed where I'm at. And the only way I'm going to get where I need to be is if I pray and have y'all pray for me. But if I don't tell you, you can't pray for me. And so, as I said again, I have learned to overcome my fears this week of letting people into my personal world and not my public world. So thank you. And that's what I got out of praying this week. I thought he was going to do one of them. Hallelujah, something. <laughs> Hello? Oh, it is? Y'all can hear me, right? All right, cool. Um, number one, hi. Number two, um, I have a couple of testimonies. It was two. One who was in school and one during home. I'm gonna talk about the one during home because I think it was Wednesday. This one I like have nightmares, couldn't sleep. Well, starting yesterday, I had slept well. I, I did not wake up in my sleep. I didn't sweat, I didn't punch, I didn't kick. Nothing I woke up on top of school this morning and I hadn't For all who don't know, we have been praying. He asked a prayer about that issue and we prayed for him. Amen. Also, Miss Miss Peggy, she also told me to um, look up a Bible verse. I forgot what it was, but, um, and also I also prayed all night before that did not happen ever again. Today, I slept in the van. I 
There was no distractions that slept real well, no nightmares, nothing about family separating, segregating, anything. I feel real positive. Nothing about me causing actions to Chloe, Christopher, Brianna, not hurting, hitting, yelling. I just real, I just real thankful for that. And also, during school, also talked to my friends, like what they think about Jesus and all. At first, I thought they could give me one of the answers about I'm baptized, I think I'm saved. But no, they gave me all the, their honest opinions about Jesus and all. And they said that, number one, it's, I didn't get in my feelings though. He said that Jesus, he's a very bossy person. I'm telling like he's bossy, just do it, number one. Number two, if you don't feel like doing it, just please just repent because you gotta, God got to forgive you and all. So I just had like a huge conversation about that in cafeteria today. So yeah, and also Jim, while I was at in Compton. So yeah, that's my testimony today. And another thing we prayed for, we prayed that God would give us boldness to speak. Amen. Here's a young man with a fro, may I add, <laughs> who ain't afraid to talk about Jesus. Y'all hear that, young people? He ain't afraid to go and talk about Jesus. Now, what are y'all going to do? Amen. Great job. Come on, give him another clap. Come on. Good job. Yeah, did you have more? You good? All right, great. <laughs> All right. Come on, Sister Shannon. Come on. Good evening, church. Um, I've always just been able to be the one to always say patience, 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 because that's something I've always lacked and always battled. And you all have been the ones to bring me here to this place where I can actually say thank you, God, for giving me the patience and for letting you be the one to take over those things that I can't do for myself. All I can just say is thank you. My testimony today is just more so just being able, God wanted me to step back. I've been talking to him, talking, 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 praying, 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 where that's all I do. That's just my daily life from the time I wake up, throughout the course of my day, in my sleep. My husband can tell you I'm speaking in tongues in my sleep. <laughs> my family are my testimony. I got to witness the works of the Lord on my family. It was something that I couldn't do. I had to step back and watch him work on my husband, watch him work on my daughter, watch him work on my son. I can only set an example, but at the end of the day, I know I'm a parent, there's still only but so much I can do. I couldn't pray for my son to just, you know, come up here and talk all by myself. I had to bring my son to church. I had to put my son in this place where he had to be prayed upon so that we can all come together as a family and pray for him together because the enemy does not love the family. The enemy wants to tear us apart. And the one thing that the enemy knows about me is I am about family, 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 and love. And the harder I love, the more the enemy wanted to tear us apart. And because we're all here today and my kids are speaking out, they're not afraid, they're not letting peer pressure take over them. My kids are just screaming out and don't, they're not letting anyone here make them feel as though they're being judged. All they care about is the love of God, and they care about what everyone else has to do and share for them in their life. And that's my testimony, that my family have made it. We made it! <laughs> Come on, Miss Bree. Okay, this week 
I did a lot of praying, and I can honestly say that everything I prayed for, I got it. Um, at first, I prayed for myself being able to forgive others because I struggle with that. And I can I, I dwell on things a lot where it just it goes through my mind all the time. Like I'll look in the hallway and I'll see a girl and I'll be like, oh, that's the girl that bumped into me earlier. I don't like her. It's just like, this week I felt my mind clear. Like, I just felt really blissful, and I've been happy all week. Another thing I prayed for was, I prayed for Eric, actually. He's been, he's been like an inspiration to me since last year, at like around this time last year when I first started going here. Like, we, we first, that's, this is when like our friendship first started, and I just knew that he wasn't in a place where he was with God but I wanted him to be. And I still remember the first day when I saw them walking to church and then I saw him and I was like, I almost went into tears. And then it, we haven't been talking a lot lately, but I think that was, I think it was Wednesday. I went up to him in school and I talked to him and I basically like asked him like, are you coming to church? He was like, he, and then that's when he told me, what was his words? He said, I'm tired of that church. And I was like, what do you mean you're tired of that church? I was like, you can never be tired of church. You can't be tired of God, can you? And then eventually we talked, and then he, we brought him with us to church. And he's been here, and he got saved that day. Okay. And my last thing, I also prayed for another forgiveness. I prayed to forgive my dad because I've been really angry with him for, like, a long time. And not only was I able to forgive him, but... Several minutes later, he gave me an apology that I've been waiting for my entire life. So it was, it was, it was, it was really good. Like it was like the fact that he had the realization in some of his wrongs that he's caused. It was, I don't know. I, I like felt the spirit. Like I just felt him working after that day. And then yesterday, I didn't even have nothing to pray for. I was just thanking him. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I, it was just, I was just walking around just saying thank you. Like I, I just, it was. I mean. I can't keep asking for stuff that I don't need. So it was like, I got everything I needed. I was just like, oh, um, thanks. Now, how old are you? 17. I want you to say a nice now. How old are you? 17. All right. 17 years old. All right. Now, some of y'all adults in here, what were y'all doing at 17? This, this woman of faith was praying and seeking God with all of her heart all week long and I was amazed I mean I was just amazed of see her and Amante just seek the Lord and I was like oh my this is this is just amazing and I want you to know that you are a testimony to what every child of God your age who is bold, who is fearless, who have a heart for God. You love God. You seek God. And because of that, God is going to elevate you and take you places. You ain't seen nothing yet. Do you understand that? The best is yet to come. You have faith you have, a, you have a tenacity of faith. You don't quit, and you've seen a lot of things, but you've come, and God, has, God is raising you up to be a woman of influence. 
deep influence in the kingdom. That's your calling. You embrace it. Embrace it. Don't walk away from it. Don't run from it. And don't let no little joker. You know what I mean? Don't let, <laughs> don't let no little joker sweet talk you out of your destiny. Do you hear me? Lord, I just pray for this daughter of Abraham. Hallelujah, God. I thank you for her heart that is tender toward you. God, I pray that you would protect her, protect her eye gate, protect her heart. And Father God, I pray, God, that you would give her wisdom, Lord, to know who to talk to, who not to talk to, who to hang with, and who not to hang with. God, I pray that you would cultivate her and that, God, that you would lay, a, Lord, lay a path before her, God, that, that, Lord God, that you would destroy every enemy, every plot, that, Lord, that she will prosper as long as she seek you. God, all the days of her life, God, let blessing, goodness, and mercy hunt her down every single day. I declare blessing over her. I declare favor over her. I declare, God, she's going to be a woman that speaks the word in the name of Jesus. God, she's going to have tremendous influence in the kingdom, Lord God, because you raised her up. You have raised her up for such a time as this. And God, we give you the praise for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. What a powerful testimony. Come on, Ms. Hubbard. Thanks for that reminder. You know, I'm, I'll have a hard time with that. But, but I try. Uh, first of all, it was, uh, it was uh, uh, glorious, really, week. But, uh, and the Lord came through for, for all of us. He, he, his presence was here. My, in the, from the beginning, I have never, I uh, didn't pray for, or didn't even expect any mountaintop experience, because that's not what I need. My expectation was, I said, I want something solid, something, something, even the little bitty thing, but something that I carry on to the next week, something that I can build on, like a stepping, stepping, st uh, stepping st uh, stone or whatever, you know, something that I, I can carry on to the other weeks, that's something lasting. Because we've had enough of events, enough of, we went to enough of conferences when you have an uh, experience and then go home and nothing changed. I don't, you know, none of us want that. So that was my prayer. And uh, the Lord, uh, one night, just, uh, he speaks to me mostly at night when my mind is clear. You know, he said, I heard the word, eat me. Eat me. That's your answer. You want love, you want to love, eat me. I am love. You want to be kind, eat me, I am kind. You want to be compassionate, eat me, I'm the compassion. You want to know the truth, eat me, I'm the truth. You, you, whatever you need, you need whatever help you need, eat me. Consume me. Let me change you from inside out. Eat my word. I am the word. That's what the Lord was saying. I'm the word. The word was in the, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the word became flesh. That is Jesus from the, from the Genesis to Revelation. Eat, eat me. Digest me. Not just on the surface. Digest. Let it, let it penetrate. Penetrate. Con Digest, chew on it. 
Let it become a part of me. That's what the Lord was saying to me, what I'm encouraging, kind of passing it on to all of us. Kind of let, let, let Jesus become a part of us. Not just a knowledge, not just a fact, not just experience, but a part, essence. That not us anymore would live, but he, that we would decrease and he would increase. That people, when they look at us, they will see us. They will see Jesus. Right now, like the Lord was saying, you want to be light of the world. You have, I've never thought of that uh, in, the, in the sense that, because, but God brought to my attention, says, it's no coincidence that I'm saying, Jesus is saying in the word, I'm the light of the world. And then he's saying, you are the light of the world. At first sight, it's contradiction. How it, can, how it can be he's the light and I'm the light, so who is the light? But Jesus says, no, there's no contradiction. When I live in you, when I, the light of the world, live in you, become the light of the world too. But if you don't have me, you are, you're no light. That's why the church, pe people, when they look at the church, they don't see much light these days. We need to eat more of him, to consume more of light, more of Jesus. Because I, <laughs> the Lord also gave us an illustration. Is that a very blackout, we, we, we had blackouts like last year, uh, uh, power outages in the area. If there is no power outage in the whole neighborhood, you're fine. You know, it's too bad, you know, we deal, we, we, we we, we, we can somehow uh, meet the ends, but we are fine. We don't worry too much because everybody don't have light. But if your neighbor has light and you don't, you'll, you'll, you'll start worrying. You'll have time to figure out why he has light and I don't have light. Everybody, has li everybody likes light. Everybody wants light. So you'll go and find out from the neighbor, how come you have light and I don't? What is your source? But right now, does your neighbor see the light in you? Does your, uh, my neighbor see a light in me? That, I know we all desire that, but to get there, we need to eat Jesus, who is the light. Who is the light? Who is the hope of the world? To be filled with him, to overflow. Not, not just to have for ourselves. We have, we, we just right now, because I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor. I have so much. Can uh, uh, try? Have, have hard time to condense. But <laughs> the, the, this this week, those who you know, I know, I've been fasting the whole week, and I know I've lost a couple pounds on the outside. But but in return, I know I've gained some 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 pounds on the inside, on the in, my inside man, because I know I need. My inside man needs to gain, some, to gain some weight. We all need to gain some weight. Because if we would see ourselves with the spiritual eyes, our spiritual inner man, we are starving. We are bone, bones, bone and skin. We are barely walking. Not to speak, we are talking about spiritual fitness, about running for Jesus. But we are barely walking. We're barely meeting our own physical needs, our spiritual needs. How we are supposed to feed somebody else? Do you see what I'm saying? We need to feed both ourselves, but also let, 
to be so full, eat to fullest, keep on e eating until it abounds. Because God gives to give life abundantly, abundant life. And he said, if you believe in me, the rivers, not the trinkles, three little stream, not one even river. I would be happy with one river. But God said, the rivers, plural, the rivers of living water will flow out of you. Out of me, out of you, out of you, out of all of us. That's God's promise. If we allow him to penetrate us and to live through us and to flow from us and to use us and to manifest himself through us. Amen. So just, <laughs> I'm, I'm finishing. <laughs> so just to finish, I just want to encourage us. I know th th this week was awesome. This week was awesome. But the next week can be even more awesome. Amen. If we just continue in the same pattern, if we continue eating on him, if we continue seeking him, if we continue following him, the next week will be even more awesome and the following even more awesome and so on and so on. Amen. Amen. Come on, first lady. Let the church say amen. I think Dava said it all. I just want to say that this has been an awesome week. I think this has been the best, I can say that, Canon Pastor, probably one of the best consecration weeks we've had since the existence of our church. And I just want to say that you are my testimony. Amen. You have encouraged me so much, each and every one of you. Amen. Us being your leaders have been an honor. Amen. I mean, I cannot say enough of how much you guys encourage me and Pastor Bailey every Sunday, every Wednesday. You come out, you help us. I told Pastor, I, I don't know if I ever, um, I always said that I just didn't want to have a church where you come, you get a good word, wear nice clothes. I said, I want our church to be real. I've been to church all my life, but I think this is one of the most realest church I've ever been to. I've never been one who wanted to play church. I'm not all about the dress. I'm not all about the the hallelujah shout and then go out and be the same person I've re I really prayed this week that I don't want to be the same person I want my attitudes to change I want the way I treat other people to change I don't want to carry grudges I don't want to think on bitterness I glory I want to be have the mind of Christ and really that message that I brought was not just for you but it was for me because I've been meditating it I said that that love thing is really really what we all need to be rooted and grounded in so many times we walk out these doors and we end up acting the same way thinking the same way and treating people the same way we treat them as though we were never saved and I said I don't want to I don't want any part of that I don't want to play church any longer I said I don't want just coming here praying every night and going out and being the same person I want to change and I really Thank you for your encouraging testimonies. And our prayers for you all have been answered. We've on our knees praying for you guys on a daily basis. And it's so honored to know that God has answered our prayers for each and every one of you. And we will continue to pray for each and one of you. And I love you. Thank you for being a part of our church. Thank you for being my brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Ditto. Can everybody hear me? 
All right, I'll use this anyway. I'll, I'll use it. Um, so, I apologize. Um, I want to start off by saying, I mean, I do have a, a testimony of my own. Um, and I, I wasn't quite sure if this was something to pray for, but I wanted, I, w I prayed for uh, one of two things. And the one I want to share is I was just asking for recognition at work about something that I've been doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Marines, for those of you who don't know. Um, and uh, all I asked for with one thing, I just wanted recognition with this one uh, award that I was really the only person in Virginia that's eligible for it even. And um, I, it would have meant a lot to me to get it. And I, I was nominated for it months ago. Um, and the person who can tell me that I deserve this award, they're like they make enough per paycheck to buy a new car. Like that's how high they are. And um, it got stuck somewhere in the, the military paperwork system. And I had pretty much given up on it. So I prayed on it and um, week, uh, day one, sitting at work, I was uh, just getting ready to go out. And um, the, my boss's boss came in and started talking. And I caught just enough words to know that they were talking about me. So suddenly I remembered there was something I had to go back and do. Um, and I'm sitting back down. I just wanted to listen in, just eavesdrop enough to know what they were talking about. And lo and behold, they're talking about this award. And um, like this, there's no way that, I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to things like this. And um, it's definitely, I know that that's God. He was giving me pretty much a down payment saying, stay faithful. You know, this, this is something that you can pray for. At least that's what I believe he was telling me. But um, that's, not, that's not really what I want my testimony for this week to be. Um, if there's one thing I've learned this week, um, I, I'm sorry I say um so much, by the way. I learned this week that uh, this is my second time fasting, and last year I had the distinct pleasure of I fasted with Brother Williams and Brother Jacobs, and, you know, to have those kind of people supporting you at work and in your life, that's it, second to none. Um, they're, they're great guys, and I owe it to them that I made it through last time. So as we all know, the two of them are gone now, and um, as we like to say in the Marines, it was my turn to be alone and unafraid. But um, I, I was out there. Um, I haven't been here all week because uh, we were out in the field. Uh, if, for those of you who live in Stafford, you probably heard us. Yeah. That, that was us. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we were out there, and I, being out in the field, it, it's, it, it's, uh, it's taxing on the body. And I was very worried about fasting, actually. I was horribly worried. Uh, being out there, you know, food and water are paramount to not passing out. And um, if there's one thing I learned this week, it's that uh, when it comes to temptation and uh, things like that, when it comes to when you set out to do something for God, that the enemy's real. Right. That um, right. I think the wisest thing I ever heard about him was the smartest thing he ever did was convince the world that he doesn't exist. Right. And I learned this week that the, the enemy is real, and he hates when we do things like fast. He hates when we start dedicating things to God, because I found out this week... Every time I sat down to start reading, every time I said I was going to research something, every time I wanted to do, like, every time that I thought about eating, it's like 
it's like, like I said earlier, I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to stuff like this. Every single one of my friends wanted to talk to me. Every single one of my peers had a pro, or uh, the people that worked for me, every single one of them had a problem that I had to deal with. Um, my parents were calling me, they were having problems between the two of them, and I needed to talk to both of them and my siblings. And by the time I look up at the clock, three hours had just went by. And I, was, I would be in like a fit of rage because I wasn't, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing this week. And um, I do, I feel, I feel like I've kind of squandered this consecration week a little bit, like that I could have done a lot better. But if anything, I want this to be a testimony, like, you know, he, the enemy's out there and he doesn't want us to ever win. But hey, we're all on the winning team. Well, and what you need to understand is that God knows your heart. See, it's hard sometimes to try to explain to people what's really in your heart. God knows what's in, what's in there. And God knows your desire was to seek him. And God is going to reward you because he looks on the heart. He just not as man sees. God looks on the heart. You understand that? So God saw that, and God is going to honor whatever you're praying for, whatever you're believing God for, is done. And, and, and God is well pleased with you, young man. You need to understand that. He is well pleased with you, so you don't need to worry about you squandered anything because you are here tonight. Come on, church, give God praise for that. <laughs> Father, I just thank you for Matt. God, I thank you for his heart. And God, I pray for his other co-workers, Lord, other Marines, Lord, like Nicholas and, and Darius, Lord, and uh, Mason, Lord, and Ashley, Lord, and, and Father, and uh, Exit. Lord, we pray that you would just watch over our servicemen. God, we care deeply about them. We know you care about them. God, I pray that you would just continue to draw them closer to you, keep them in the battlefield. And God, I pray, God, that you would hide them from the clutches of the enemy. And God, I pray that they would prosper as their soul prosper. And I pray that you would continue the good work in drawing them closer to yourself, Lord God, through this very loving and dear people. God, we thank you and we praise you. And all God's people said amen. Amen. God bless you, brother.